Hello and welcome to episode 7 of the Alfa Romeo Driver podcast. I'm Guy Swalbrick and in this episode we'll be looking back at the photo competition that we ran in the April and June issues. In all, just under 40 people submitted nearly 130 images. Joining me on the panel of judges we had club chairman John Griffiths, author, photographer and regular contributor to the magazine Peter Collins, Nick and Danny Costello from competition sponsors Built for Athletes and Alfa Romeo Orland Formula One driver Antonio Giovinazzi. The overall standard of the photographs was very high, but there were some where either the file size wasn't big enough to use on the front cover, or cropping to the right shape would have ruined the image. That got us down to a shortlist of around 35 images, and it was those that the judges voted on. In this podcast, the judges will share their thoughts on the images they voted for. Unfortunately, neither Antonio Giovinazzi or Nick or Danny Costello are able to be here to record this podcast, but I do have with me John Griffiths and Peter Collins. Good afternoon, gentlemen. Good afternoon. Afternoon, guys. If you want to see the images we're talking about, there's a gallery on the Podbean site where you may have downloaded this podcast from or on the club website. So, John, your first choice is John Will's very unusual 2001 156 2.5 V6. It's in Nouvelle Blue with the factory Zender body kit and it's parked outside Bodium Castle in East Sussex. This was one of three modern cars to pick up some votes, although none of them made the top five. What was it that appealed to you about this photo? Uh, well... I've got a, a quite a passion for 156s anyway, having owned a couple, and and uh, and the the first one I drove actually back in '98 was a was a very similar car at our local dealership. So I mean, the, the subject matter hit me immediately. What I did like in the photo was that it's it's nicely posed with the cast in the background, and the core cool thing is that 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 kind of flare from the available light um, picking up the the flip in the colour. So that front wing, the way it shows off though, that change in shade, I think is, is just done beautifully. It, it's really well posed, actually. I think the 156 looks tremendous in, the, in, in light colours anyway, in silver and nouvelle blue in particular, the kind of special launch colours. So it's a lovely car. It's been beautifully posed. Uh, we know there was no Photoshop involved with it. Um, if, if I ever try and do a photo like that, there will always be somebody in the background, you can guarantee it. So, you know, to, to get it all together, to frame as we wanted, I think, super. Yes, I, I liked it as well. I was trying to achieve out of three pictures that I chose, one modern, uh, one classic, and one just very uh, arty. But this was definitely my other modern choice. It's a super, super picture. It would have been my definitely, as I say, my second choice. John's actually a charge nurse in the NHS, so this is one of the few cars here that got plenty of mileage during the last few months. Thanks, John. We all appreciate what you've been doing for all of us. This was actually the first photo submitted for the competition, and I remember thinking, if they're all as good as this, we're in for a tough time with the judging. The typography on the pit garages and the clean white walls make Goodwood look very modern somehow. And although it's a landscape photo, I actually think it stands up very well cropped and would have worked nicely as a cover. Yeah, I agree. I, th- I think that's a really dramatic angle of the cars too. And, uh, the, you know, the sculpturing on, on the Julius is really what sets them apart from a lot of the opposition. Um, and uh, that's just stunning to me. They, they look really mean in that line. But good composition. Sadly, I thought this was a non-starter immediately. <laughs> um, <laughs> the reason being that there's no indication what the cars are. Uh, and we are a uh, an owner's club magazine. And we do like to show that we are Alfa Romeo enthusiasts. Uh, it's a nice idea, but it's somehow totally incomplete to me. 
Yeah, I know what you're saying, Peter. I have to say, I think that Julia front light is is actually quite distinctive. I don't think it could be anything else, um, but I do think the picture would have been improved with an alpha grill. Yeah, they could have just he could have just got that in, just in maybe a little bit uh, a wider on the lens or standing back a little bit more. You know, um, yeah, it just it's it's a non-starter for me. Sorry. Another of your selections, John, and another one from Goodwood, but from the Festival of Speed Sight rather than from the circuit this time. This is David Harvey's shot of a 1934 Tipo B Don Lee special coming out of the paddock for a run up the hill. David got a couple of pictures on the shortlist, but this was the only one to pick how many votes from the judges. John, what appealed to you about this one? I just think there's, there's I don't know, there's just something really appeals to me in this one. You can see that's Tiffany Dell about to give the thing a blast. And, it, you know, it's the way the bright sunshine's caught it. Um, the, the machine itself is tremendous with all its uh, kind of smoke and muck on the sides of it. it looks great. And then you've got a, a raft of people around it, obviously enjoying the moment. Um, it, I think it would work, you know, with the, with the blue sky in the background for the logos and so on to, too for the magazine. But really, it's, it's just kind of a, a really nice uh, capture of the moment. You can almost hear the thing. Um, and it's it's Tiff's expression too. Looks like he's just about to go out there with the machine, uh, as I say, for for a good old blast. So I think it was a lot to enjoy in that photo. It, sometimes getting you know standard humans in the background can be difficult, and uh, you know with people in funny outfits and what have you. But it, it still works for me. I don't know what Peter thinks on that one from uh, a yeah, no, position uh, it, perspective. Yeah, it's it's nice. I um totally happy about the people behind the car uh, mm. I don't like the shadows in the front um, yeah yeah that's the point. that actually just knocks it out for me completely really um uh, some I, I know the background is is fairly uh here and neither here nor there I suppose you know above the the, uh, the spectators it's a lovely shot to have, you know, you could probably enlarge it and stick it on your mantelpiece, but it just hasn't got that final piece of um, real thought behind it because you could have, I mean, as much as anything else, they could have photo, he could have photoshopped out some of those shadows. Peter, the next picture is one from the only finalist to get votes for two of his pictures. Antonio Giovinazzi voted for Andrew Semere's picture of his 1750 GTV with a chateau in the background. As a photographer, what do you like about Andrew's image? I love that. In fact, I was going to choose this, but then I realised that that uh, bush or tree or whatever it is, is actually just encroaching on the rear wheel of the car and it just spoils it. Um, it's, but it, it, to me, it makes a really, a really not a good picture not so good. Again, of course, we can go back to this business of photoshopping because you could do something with that. Otherwise, if that... Bush wasn't there. I mean, he, you could have just moved, what, two paces, I reckon, to the right, and you'd have got the uh, the car completely clear of anything else. But uh, sadly, that marked it down for me. And of course, none of these pictures were actually being taken as cover shots. No, they're, they're, you know, people obviously, you know, they, they, he probably parked it up there and thought, oh, what a lovely picture, and took, took the picture. Yeah. Probably without thinking too much, you know, as we do. Uh, Hundreds of those I've got. <laughs> <laughs> and me, thousands. <laughs> Paul Proctor's picture of his Julietta in the Perthshire Hills was one of my picks. 
And although it was taken over 400 miles away, it reminds me of the shoot we did with the Stelvio in the Welsh mountains 18 months or so ago. This was one of the images I looked at and thought, all right, we might not be able to go out driving on these amazing roads at the moment, but this makes me feel like I've just had a blast across the hills. Yeah, I really like that as well. I think just catching the road in the background is 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 really good. Uh, as you say, that emphasises that angle, doesn't it? Being an, a, an absolute sucker for a Giulietta of any sort. Yes, it's absolutely super. I particularly like the sky. Yes, nice picture. John, this was another of Antonio's choices and one that Danny and Nick from Built for Athletes voted for. It's nice to see a young Formula One driver like Antonio connect with the Marks heritage and and vote for a picture of a car that I think Kimi got to drive, but Antonio didn't. This is Stephen Jones' image of the Alpha 158 Alfetta at last year's Grand Prix, celebrating Giuseppe Farina's win in the first World Championship Grand Prix 70 years ago. Yeah, it, it, it's a nice shot. So I like the the angle of it cornering and the, the kind of, uh, you can really see the shape of that curve there that it's going into that, that I rather like. It, there is a bit of a, a juxtaposition though of, you know, it's obviously a, a tremendous historic vehicle but you've got the very modern painted circuit there so it can only really be today so you can tell immediately that it's that it's a modern day photo of course but that's fine I do in a way I quite like that old venue bit Uh, also there's a little bit of lean of the head in the corner you can see the wheels turned in so there's some action there Um, maybe I'd like to see it uh, having a bit of blur so you can get more of an impression of speed um, but uh, but it's but it's a decent shot and with some cropping it could have been used I think uh, pre- probably for a magazine cover though I prefer the car, the car coming at us um, but but it's but it's decent great yeah nice idea I'm a again I, I I love breaking the rules to me taking rear shots is can be just as good and effective as taking them from the front or the sides the problem is with this is that it's just lost. The car is just lost in in a huge expanse of tarmac, and it, I think it needed to have been if he'd have had a slightly longer lens and needed had taken it that little bit earlier and also introduced some uh, movement into it, it. It would be great, lovely idea, but it doesn't quite cut it. I think. Again, for inside the magazine, I don't have any problem with the the large expanse of tarmac. That would be a great place to put a headline or some introductory text on a on a double page spread um just doesn't quite work as a cover for me peter this was one of the images you chose what drew you to stuart martin's dutch blue gtv at port errol harbour in the northeast of scotland well i like our feather gtvs anyway i like the mist i like the location i'm have never been uh one who gets upset about cars rear shots on, on the cover of a magazine or, or, or anywhere in a feature. I think it, the shape looks great. It, and you know, to, to me, I noticed that the shape of the, of the car itself almost replicates the way the, uh, the land behind curves around uh, underneath that building or whatever it is on the right there. It's just to me, and also the way that with the mist, the, the land just sort of disappears into nothingness so that the car is a real feature. I, I just loved it. I, it's really great. Yeah. It does almost look as though the whole harbour was sculpted around the car, doesn't it? It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it's really nice. I, I like that. I'd have been happy to have taken that myself. Very. Yeah. Yeah, it, I, I liked it a, a lot as well. I think I probably quite like the brighter shots of the cars, but this does work. I, I'm clearly on a misty day. 
And again, the rear of that of, of, a, of a GTV is just terrific. Really like that. So yeah, I'm a fan of that one definitely. Peter, this is another of yours. Greg Solman's Mito nestled under the Seven Bridge. Greg was the overall winner of last year's Mito Register photo competition and is a wedding photographer between car shoots. And it shows, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. Greg, I just Greg. like that because it's it's modern. The only the only problem really with it, to my mind, is that there's too much shadow on the right hand of the front of the car on the right. But yeah. It typifies modern cars. It's, you know, it's all about Alfa Romeo being as modern as the day, as it, you know, as it always has been. The bridge just works to me. Just a great, a great little picture. Yeah, super. Yeah, I'm a fan of that. I'm a fan of that one as well. The, um, I know uh, Greg has submitted a, a load of terrific photos for the uh, Mito Registers photo competition last year. And he's clearly got a, a good eye for a photograph. And, uh, yeah, it, it's fun. And as you say, it, it, look, it does look quite modern, that, as, it, as the whole piece. And that works for me too. The Alfa Romeo Owners Club isn't just a club for classic cars. It, it, it's, as you, as you, as editor, must you know, obviously know, having modern stuff is just as important as having a, a beautiful classic car on the front. And I think that sort of incorporates so many features of modern life. Yeah. We're into the top five now, and this was one of three images from Barry Clark that made the shortlist. It's very different from anything else that made it to this stage, but I really like it. It's simple and evocative. It's another one taken at the Goodwood Festival of Speed, and it's not as old as I first thought when I looked at it. It's from a 1971 Le Mans Tipo 33.3. Barry said that what he likes about the picture is the leather worn from being grasped tightly on the Circuit de la Save. I agree. I love detail shots like this. I'm a T33 complete nutter, as probably you may know. It was, yeah, just lovely. I think it would have been a little bit nicer if he'd managed to uh, get get the uh, steering wheel rim at the bottom in focus as well. Or is that just my eyesight? Yeah, it's only the uh, the logo on the on the steering wheel. But otherwise, you know, no, great idea. I like that sort of stuff. John, this is your penultimate pick. I think it's interesting that there wasn't a single image that the whole panel picked, or even one that all three of us voted for. But you, me and Signor Giovanazzi selected this one. Clive Olcock's Alpha 75 Turbo at the Vanaska Silver Flag Hill Climb in 2017. Again, Clive had a couple of images on the shortlist, but what was it about this one in particular? I think there's a lot of interest in the photo. I'll, I'll, I'll criticise it first, and that's that we've got difficult shadows going across it, across the bonnet in particular. But there's very little you can do about that, obviously. Uh, but the subject matter is is great. I love it. There's a sense of something happening. He's captured the portenza sign at the top really well. Um, but you, you, the drama's down at the, at the bottom of the image, obviously, with the 75 racer itself at a lovely angle. And there's a nice depth to the whole thing, really. You, your eyes want to scan around the, around the whole picture. He's kind of using that rule of thirds thing as well. So there's a lot of subject matter at the bottom, in the bottom third that's nicely positioned. I just love the car. It reminds me of Kerry Gardner's cars, 75s that he purchased that we had on the AROX uh, NEC classic show stand in the mid-noughties. And he had a very similar one there that I remember sitting in and, uh, and uh, talking to people about. So the subject matter is terrific for me. As a photo, I think there's plenty of interest. It looks like it's ready to go. And um, I just really liked it. Uh, it didn't get my top marks, mainly because of those shadows and so on. But uh, no, it's, I'm a fan of that one. Agreed. Yeah, it's the wrong way around, of course. 
How do you the mean? cars are on. <laughs> yes. if, if the Partenza sign is oh, above yeah. it, it should be facing in the other direction, shouldn't it? <laughs> and also, there should be many, many more people behind. Uh, the shadow is wrong. So, uh, to me, it just strikes me that somebody sort of said, "Oh, look, there's a chance to just get the car outside the bar." I mean, I know the location very, very well indeed, and they've just whizzed it out, parked it. That we'll get that and stoke, and off we go. Nice idea, nice idea, but. Uh, bit more care I think and a bit more thought could have gone into it yes I'm clearly a sucker for a nice car a moody sky and the moors in the background Alan Moore's picture of his 1962 Julia Spider in the Preseli Mountains which are near his home in the Pembrokeshire National Park was another one that John Antonio and I all voted for it just looks like the kind of shot that Alpha might have taken at the time in the hope that a magazine would put it on the cover I agree, Guy, in, uh, in that, that 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 could have come straight off a, a monthly classic car magazine and would look terrific on on our own yeah. magazine. Yeah. I, I, I have seen a lot of photos of Juliettas and Julias like this over the years. So, but it immediately leapt at me when we were doing the judging as being a as being a beautiful um, all round image. So, you know, it's just it's just super. It's really hard to criticise for me. It's uh, uh, with the background too. It, it's it's nicely lit. Um, it's fab. I love the way the sky is broken up, the, the, the straight lines across there, it's just perfect. It's lovely, yeah. I, I, I have no problems with that picture at all. Peter, this was your last choice and one that John and Nick and Danny also voted for. It's Richard Marchant's 1972 Montreal on a summer's evening. Very good, excellent. The trend with tracking shots is, of course, that you get the car very much closer to the, to the camera. I particularly like this because it's got plenty of background and a lovely wide angle. Yes, you can crop it, and it would probably, you know, obviously for a front cover it would need cropping, but you could still retain a fair amount of that, uh, especially the light on the trees, both on the right and on the left. It's, it ticks, ticks a lot of boxes to me. It's a, a, a good picture. I devote a double-page spread in the magazine to this photo without hesitation. I just think that cropping it to put it on the cover just loses too much from the original image. Yeah, I can understand exactly what you're saying there. And that's the only reason it lost points for me. Um, But it's a tremendous photo, highly professional looking. Really, really like that. Yeah, I like that too. That's really good. And finally, the winner. Uh, The second of Andrew Semeray's pictures, and along with Richard's Montreal, one that Nick and Danny thought was head and shoulders above the rest. What were your thoughts, John? I didn't have it head and shoulders, but it certainly got my big vote. I really, really like it. The background's tremendous, but the subject matter's beautiful too. We know all, all the Tony Coupes sit down at the back end if they're set up properly. And this looks like it's just about to launch uphill or, or he's actually taking off and squatting, even though we know it's just parked up. Um, the light on it's terrific, you know. Um, and it's, it's quite different in that it's not in full sun. The flare off the front bumper from the sun is, is is super too it looks like that's almost been put in afterwards but i know it's it's not <laughs> it, it's really really good this photograph it's beautifully clear and as i look it on it's on the the cover of our uh, june edition it, it, it's just absolutely terrific really really like that yep i agree lovely uh, and uh, as you just said john uh, I love the fact that it's not been taken on the sunny side, which is always the temptation. I would have chosen it, but again, we, as we would go back to the uh, Photoshop discussion that we had, 
there was something I can't remember where where the tree was, but uh, yeah, but there was it wasn't quite there. But I I love it. It's a super picture still, even so, even so, I'd be pleased to take that. Yeah, it, the more I look at the actual magazine cover with it on, the more you see the reflections in the side of the car, yeah. uh, the crispness of the, the grill in perfect focus, yet there's still a lovely long depth of field there showing the, the countryside and the mountains. It's, it's absolutely lovely. Overall, I thought the, the standard of photos that were submitted was incredibly high, um, but I was also blown away by the variety of images that we received. Going through them, Guy, I think the first one was the picture of the red um, Julia, and I thought, oh, well, that's the winner then. But then the more, <laughs> but the more you look through them, you think, oh, my goodness, this could go to all of them. You know, so I, I think you, you should have a good stock now when, you, <laughs> when you're looking for a, a theme as well for the magazine going forward. You know, the people who have taken these pictures have done so with feeling and... Um, yes. And... Yeah an idea of uh, you yeah. know, actually trying to win so absolutely yeah it's not just it's not just a pile of family family prints or anything like that yeah thanks very much john and peter that's it for this week the format for next week's episode will be slightly different as we introduce our new regular panel discussion and i'll be joined by david faithful and john griffiths and by michael ward from auto italia as we reflect on alpha's celebrations of their 110th anniversary You'll be able to find that in all the usual places from 1.30 next Sunday. But until then, stay safe.